Welcome back to another episode of your favorite convention-related podcast, Conjob. This week, Alexa and I are going to be doing a review of Atlanta Comic-Con, which took place February 24th through the 26th in Atlanta, Georgia. Without any further ado, Alexa, what up? What up? Or should we say, hey, yo? Hey, yo, indeed. In memoriam. Um, Yeah, so guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Atlanta Comic-Con. Shady's friend? (laughs) I got the haircut, just saying. We're going to do... uh, Atlanta Comic Con, which is a fan X show. Yep. February twenty yeah. fourth through the twenty sixth. And you guessed it, Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, it was at the Georgia World Congress Center, the massive convention massive. center. Right. Um, like it's it, it's it's easy to get lost. Um, very easy to get lost. Oh, that place is, is very big. Um yeah. so I, I'm taking it you got lost. Um, no, actually, for the first time, I did not get lost in there. I wonder if Reese got lost. Um, possibly. Um, possibly. Yes, this was, uh, for those who don't know, my daughter just started doing shows for us, and this was the first one that she had done by herself, even though she was with her boyfriend, but we won't talk about that. Yeah, Um, yeah, we don't talk, we don't talk about that boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, let's, let's get into it. So uh, yeah. you want to talk about load in? Cause I know you go in through the back. I can talk about from Reese's standpoint. She went <laughs> like, again, broken record. She went right in through the front without any issue at all. So how did it go for you? Um, load in sucked. Um, <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah. To put it mildly. Um, I don't understand why we can't, at, at this convention center, especially get load in right. Um, it's, it, it just, every single time I've done this show, it's been awful. Um, there's no organization whatsoever. People park wherever the hell they want. They block up stuff. They just leave their vehicles there all day. So it's, it, it's, it's a nightmare. Um, I had to park, basically like at the edge of the loading area and wheel my stuff in. And it just, there was a lot of people that had been there. You could tell all day, you know, their vehicles were closed up and they were doing whatever they were doing. Uh, Don't do the half hour call you thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, you know, it was frustrating, but you know, I, I, I get loaded in and um, like it, the loading dock that you go into that's the main one um, was basically all the way across the hall from um, from my booth. So I had a very long walk over to uh, over to my booth, but I you know, got everything in and uh, and yeah, took uh, took about two hours to get everything in because it was so far away. I was going to say to get in or to get set up. To get up, in, if you could got set up in less than two hours, that's fantastic. But I know it's uh, that would be that would be a shocker, right? Yeah. All right. No. So then, um, let's go to Friday. Then the show hours. 
Um, the hours, gosh, I want to say the hours were like 12 to eight. Um, it's, it's a typical, um, you know, Indiana slash Atlanta Comic-Con hour format. Um, and I, I'm 99% sure it was 12 to eight. Um, you know, not, uh, not real exciting. I got to tell you, they had a great guest list at this show. Um, and I, I think that's what I want to lead with is they had a great guest list at this show. Um, probably too many guests. Um, you know, Ashley Eckstein was there. Um, the hobbits were there. You had, um, Christy Swanson, the original Buffy. Um, you had a lot of great, um, uh, Polly Shore. You had, uh, and, and you had a lot of other great voice actors. Um, and then Polly Shore, um, you know, it's, it, it was very, very heavy, um, with celebrities. And that's, I, I think that was a uh, spoiler alert. Um, probably the downfall of this show. Um, this show merged slash took over pandemic. Um, and pandemic was traditionally a very autograph heavy show. <clears throat> so, yeah, because wasn't that, this wasn't this also last year was the one where they combined the two, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and it really struggled with the with the combination. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, this year, Friday, hey, it you 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 had to question whether or not we were open. Oh, and I um, just out by the way, the hours for Friday were ten to seven. Was it ten to seven? Yeah. Okay. Um, an extra long day, <clears throat> but regardless, slow, especially for a Friday in February, it would be fine if we were doing 10 to seven on a Friday in summertime when people are out of school. But, you know, I think that's, uh, that's a little much. Um, my, my sales were terrifyingly slow. Um, you know, I had, I had, I had my small setup. I didn't do, uh, I didn't do my big tall grids or anything like that, but I had enough product there to, to really show off what I had. And it was mediocre at best, mediocre at best. I would say it was one of my worst Fridays that I've had in recent memory. Um, just not, not solid. Um, you know, the crowd, the crowd wasn't there. That's all. That's all I can say about it is just the crowd was not there. Um, mind you, I, I need to, to throw this out there. They expanded the hall. Um, from what I understand, the like last year, I felt like the hall was big enough and they didn't need to expand, but apparently they decided because they had so many people that wanted into the show, they decided to expand the hall and accommodate all those vendors. So, you know, that does nothing for the vendors. It doesn't do anything to help us. Um, you know, that's like saying, Oh yeah, by the way, we're only getting 20,000 people and we're going to add another 150 vendors. Um, that's like, it doesn't do anything for, uh, for the the people selling um i don't know what their numbers were i don't know what they did but i know it was definitely um 
it was definitely slow and the the larger vendor floor i i think probably had a big big part in that so saturday um saturday we started at 10 and willie's there all weekend by the way um hanging out chilling with me um meeting people all that stuff and um saturday was a little bit busier but we had the same issue um at no point was it ever busy right that's exactly that's exactly the way reese put it yep i even thinking oh gosh it's busy um the aisles were never full of people um from what i understand the celebrity area was packed but that's exactly what this show was it was a celebrity show so you know saturday i did okay um i i think i tripled my friday number um on saturday which you know in any other world would be fantastic (laughs) right um but not so much for this show um you know, it's just, it was one of those, oh, oh, well, this is a sad story. Um, you know, I don't even know any other way to, to, to put it. It is just, it was disappointing. Um, you know, I talked to some people that had, had a great show and I'm so happy for them, but the, the large vendor floor really did hurt, hurt a lot of vendors. Um, I, I can't judge for attendance because the show floor was so big, but if they had, if they had 20,000 people, I would be surprised. Okay, and I well, think I might've lost, I was going to say, yeah. I think I might've lost Ryan. Where did uh-huh. you go, buddy? <laughs> I'm here. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to keep talking. Sorry, but um, no, no, no. I mean, again, that's hearing now. We briefly touched on this in the la- in our podcast when we talked about um, whatever we just recorded. I don't even remember now. They all run together. They uh, all do. <laughs> where we talked about having too many celebrities. Like, remember we said yes. Um, just do you think this was one of those cases? So I think this was a case where they might not have had too many celebrities because look, there are certain shows, certain areas want certain types of shows um you know and this is a show that has been you know constantly you know with with pandemic they're they're used to celebrity guest lists they're used to heavy celebrity guest lists um this is a show that probably could have benefited from a small vendor floor because you you slice that vendor floor in half and you still got the same amount of celebrities you know available to spend with the vendors goes up and i don't think it does anything for the celebrities i think the uh you know the celebrities still make their money the same people are coming because they're not coming for the vendors they're coming for the celebrities right okay no, and that's a good way to put it. I mean, I just, you know, there's a, there's, it's one of those fine lines, but you're right. Some shows, some shows in some areas like pandemic, you said it was predominantly a autograph show. So people go there for the autographs. And then yeah. you also said that this show looked like it kind of doubled its floor size 
and it's vendor size space. So, you know, it's, you know, you're spending, you're divvying that money up. If you're divvying it up over 50 vendors, now you're divvying it up over a hundred vendors. It's obviously less per vendor. Exactly. Um, you know, and look, it, it might've just been the wrong time of year. I don't know, but I feel like, you know, the, there were too many vendors. Um, and I think a big part of, you know, a big part of this show is the layout, the floor plan. Um, I don't love this floor plan for this show. <clears throat> it's basically, excuse me, it's basically, you know, artist alley tables in the middle of the show floor. And I, I just, I don't like that layout because. Isn't that a Phoenix layout though? Isn't that the it, Well, it, it was, um, uh, the company before them, um, they used that at their, their shows, um, you know, their, their Tampa Bay, um, Atlanta and Indiana. And it's just kind of kept on going. And I, I, as someone that lays out floor plans, I think it's an awful way to screw up the flow of your show floor. Um, there, there's definitely better ways that you could do it. Um, I know it's worked for them in the past, so, you know, I get why they, they continue it, but I just, I don't see the benefit of, of doing it. Um, because, you know, I've, I've talked to, uh, um, you know, I've talked to people that they were on my side of the room and they're like, yeah, you know, nobody came over here. Um, Wow. Because, you know, they all went to the right and then they circled around and then they saw the celebrities and they left. Um, it was it was really weird how how the, the show floor ended up. But Sunday, um, Sunday at this show, because I don't want to ramble about it. Um, Sunday at this show was surprisingly good for me. Um, I had multiple people come back um, and, you know, buy some things. I had, uh, you know, I had. I did actually better on Sunday than I did on Friday and Saturday combined. Um, so that really saved the show for me. Now, mind you up until Sunday, I was still in the red. So definitely not a, uh, definitely not a, a super profitable show. And then of course, makes me some money. So I can't right. complain about that. Yeah, no, no, nobody's going to complain about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts on, um, over, like, are you rebooking? You're going to redo it. I know you've done this show before and it's never <laughs> been, it's never been for lack of a better term, gangbusters. Gangbusters, <laughs> not to be confused with, uh, the other, other gang. Um, right, right. so I, I'm torn. And it's, it's legitimately going to depend on timing next year because, you know, February and March are looking to be oddly busy next year um, with shows moving into February, you know, moving, uh, moving around. And then March, you know, there's, there's a lot of shows, April, there's a lot of shows. So it's, it's truly going to depend because if I don't have to do it, I'm probably not going to, right. um, you know, if it's, if, if I have other options, um, because I would much rather use my time, energy and product, um, you know, to do a, to do a show in an area where it's not wildly expensive to, <clears throat> to go to, 
and you know i can sell more volume at uh, these other shows yeah i definitely think if it uh if it closes if it's up against you know another show obviously the other show would probably take precedence depending on it but um and plus you know it's <laughs> My daughter does the show for us because it's a way for her to make some extra money. So I don't have to give it to her while she's in college. So exactly. Can have the business give it to her. So it's kind of good marketing on my end. <laughs> and there's all sorts of tax advantages for that. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, depending on the dates, I'd, you know, I'd book it again. One, because I, you know, I like that entire crew that runs that sh those shows. Um you know, so I, you know, I want to want to support them, but at the same time, I definitely don't want to, uh, I don't want to lose money at right. shows. Um, yeah. So judging on if we're, if it's by itself, I, you know, I'd probably send her again. Um, but if it's against something else, I'd have to see what it's up against, you know, and judging by the time frame of this one and the time frame of other shows that have moved, it might be a conflict. It might be, um, it might, might very well be. So, um, loadout, loadout was just as much of a nightmare as load in was. Um, it's oh, we're an issue with these. I'm so sorry. Well, it, it's it's just the the it's poorly organized because at that point the con isn't really doing anything. They're mostly wrapping up and leaving. Um, so it's kind of a free for all. And <clears throat> towards the end, a lot of people started just pulling onto the show floor and grabbing their stuff. And when I started to do it and one other vendor started to do it, we were told no. And then we watched like nine people roll thing and they didn't say anything to them. So it was just, it was very frustrating. Um, it took about two hours to get everything out. And I, I will say this. So, um, I, I was, I was dumb and had a, uh, had a flight booked for, um, my, uh, that I go and look for and buy new product at. Um, my flight out to Vegas was scheduled at 9 a.m. the next day from Orlando. Okay. It's a six and a half hour drive from say, that's a hike too. Atlanta to Orlando. So um, we ended up, I, I told Patrick because Patrick was with me and wanted to, uh, you know, he was, he was going to help drive part of the way home if need be, so on and so forth. Um, but I, uh, uh, I told him, I said, I want to be out of here by eight o'clock. And we, we ended up rolling out of there at like seven fifty seven, oh, um, and the show show closed at five. So, I mean, a three hour loadout for me, less than less than, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, was, yeah, that's, that's fantastic for you. It was fantastic. Plus. Um, but it was still, it was, it was kind of a cluster and it was kind of awful. Um, but we ended up getting it done. We got back to Orlando at God, like four in the morning. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go say bye to my dog and take a shower and pack my clothes and leave for the airport. Like in a minute, um, I took a 30 minute nap. That's, that's what I had. <laughs> I bet those were the best 30 minutes of your life. Oh my gosh. Well, what's even funnier is I got on the plane and, uh, no sooner did I sit down and put my earbuds in, I was in Las Vegas. I was going to say you woke up and you landed. Yep. Yeah. That was like, I, I was landing 
like I woke up and we had landed and I was like, Oh God. All right, cool. So, um, like it was, it was kind of a good thing cause I hate that flight, but, uh, you know, overall it was a disappointing show. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I turned a profit, but definitely not, uh, not the type of profit that I wanted to turn. Um, you know, I knew that it wasn't going to be a fantastic show, but I expected a little bit more out of it. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like the, the new Orleans of, uh, you know, of shows where yeah, you'll make money, but you don't yeah. make a ton. You need, you need a little bit of extra coin. Like that's your show, but don't try to don't, don't expect to pay your monthly bills with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you need, if you need a pair of shoes. Not a yeah. Purse. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a shoe show, not a purse show. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's exactly <laughs> right though. But no, it's, you know, I think they have an opportunity there to build that show up. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I'm, they're really only big one. I mean, I guess there are a bunch of Atlanta shows, but the big one there, obviously, is still Dragon Con. But Dragon and Momo, Momo, that's the other one. Thank you. Yeah, so as long as they stay consistent, I think they'll still it'll keep getting slightly better. You know? Yeah, yeah. They need to they need to pay attention to to the show itself and how they need to you know to work it, and then I think it'll be fine. So, um, yeah. But with that being said. Uh, I got nothing else about this show except uh, peace out Atlanta. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in again, everyone. And uh, yeah, that's a wrap. See you. We'll, we'll see you next time.